Julia, where did my Canadian dime go? Benjamin howled. I sigh, laying my head down on the table. My glasses hit the mouse pad, sending the cursor flying off the screen and shutting down my school Chromebook. Uh-oh. Maybe you shouldn't have left it on your dresser, I yelled at my twin. Well, where is it? Benjamin demands. I don't know, I say softly. I know Ben can't hear me, but right now I don't even care. A lot of small valuables have been going missing in my house, and my family thinks I'm the thief. This has been going on for a month to the day, even though I know it's not my fault. I need to get to the bottom of this. I return to my small computer and hit submit on my document. Shutting the screen, I head to the kitchen. My mother has a miniature set of antique utensils there. I carefully open the box and slide out the small spoon. Before I make my bed on the couch, I set the spoon on the coffee table in front of my pillow. I know I'll catch the thief tonight. I hear a scratchy, metallic sound in the middle of the night. I open my eyes and immediately lock eyes with a sleek white cat. It has my mother's antique utensil in its mouth. Aha! Suddenly it darts off, claws scrabbling against the frame of an open window. I throw off my blankets and rush out the front door, regardless of Benjamin screaming, Julia! The white cat, which has a spoon in its mouth, runs for what must be a few miles. As we grow near to the woods, the cat becomes transparent, like a ghost kitty. I follow him to a creepy table in the center of the wooden area. It has melted candles glowing brightly that are surrounded by about 20 framed pictures of men, women, and children. On the table, I see Benjamin's dime, my costume jewelry gems, and the spoon from earlier this night. We only steal to break the curse. A deep rumble sounds from behind me. Julia, the sleek, transparent cat, grumbles again. What? I whirl around, my voice sounding strange in such a quiet wilderness. We only steal to break the curse. A younger, orange cat supplies. Curse? What curse? I whisper this time, and it sounds more natural. The wooded fairies have twisted us all from our human forms to that of ghostly tricksters. A collective meow sounds from the cat herd. So you mean you're... I whip around to the glowing table. These people? I hiss. Yes, the white kitty Robert growls. I was that lovely young woman, ready to start a family with my beautiful husband. A gray kitty in the back shares. A white cat with black and orange spots nuzzles her chin. I think that must be her loving husband. So what did my brother dye my costume gems and my mom's spoon have to do with your curse? I question, my eyes grazing over the destruction of cats. Yes, I researched and found that a collection of cats is called a destruction. Funny, right? The woodland fairies will only accept many shiny things for a return to life. I nod, understanding. My brother often steals my things. My head snaps back to the human-cat hybrids. How many valuables do you need? I cock my head to the side, making me sound more into the conversation than I am. I want to help these poor kitties, so I don't want to think I am ignoring them. 92 and 6 tenths, the young orange cat says. Well, how many do you have? I ask. 92 exactly, the spoon robber says sadly. Well, that's great, I exclaim. Then my face falls. How are you going to get six tenths of something? The kitty herd nods. We don't know that either, the unfortunate young woman's husband tells me. We better get off to hunting shiny things, they tell me, beginning to break apart and heading off in different directions. I nod at them, sprinting to my house to find my sparkly hairband. In the light of midnight, and not wanting to wake my brother up with my fan light, finding my headband is very difficult. I wrestle and clunk so many things that Benjamin keeps tossing back and forth in his room. 
Then I see a glint of light reflecting off a plastic gem and I reach for it. I yank my hand out of the mess I have created and salvage the thing I was looking for. Positioning a ruler beside my hairband, I carefully draw little marks that show where my headband will be divided into tents. I position my hands around the sixth mark and take a deep breath. Snap! The breaking of the plastic rings out through my room and escapes into the hallway. I quickly close the door and say a short plea that nobody heard that. Then I hear heavy, Benjamin-sized footsteps. I hold my breath and push my back against the door. Luckily, he is just using the restroom. Getting back to my project, I rip off the sparkly jewels from the four-tenths of the shiny thing and stick them onto the oh-so-valuable six-tenths. I twist my hairband back and forth in the moonlight, admiring my work. With quiet footfalls, I tiptoe out the front door and then run to the woods where the cat colony lives. I gently place the six-tenths of the headband on the sacrifice table. All the cats are turned into a circle around the table with magnetic force no one can explain. Then, starting with the one in front of me, their faces grow and change to resemble human ones. The kitties look so weird with human faces on cat bodies that I cover my eyes. After, I hear skin stretching and bones growing until it all falls silent. I open my eyes. Wow, I whisper, and it isn't because of how loud my voice sounds. All the former animals are now tall and wonderful, filled with so much more life than their cat bodies could contain. The white cat who took the spoon is now a grisly old man, probably someone who is rough and rugged and lives in the woods. The gray cat, a future mom, is embracing her husband. She has a very big stomach due to her pregnancy. So many other cats are human now. My heart swells seeing how happy they are. Kind of like the Grinch. And I won't get blamed anymore for robberies. It's a win-win, and I'm a pushover for win-wins. Yay. I'm overjoyed. Do you guys want to come over to my mom's party tomorrow? We could just say you're friends from... Around, I suggest. The former kitties look at each other, nodding. I yawn. I better get back to bed. Uh, one more favor? I ask the grizzly old man. Where's my house? I question. The old man laughs and gets out a pipe from his coat pocket. He begins to smoke as he shows me a path out of the woods. We reach my home half an hour later. Thank you, I yell to him. I settle down in my bed and dream about my new favorite animal.